0: Support for this IPR podcast comes from Iowa Community Foundations, an initiative of the Iowa Council of Foundations, connecting donors to causes they care about. Details on the Endow Iowa Tax Credit Program at communityfoundations.org. Today is Friday. It's the 1st of December. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. Republican Senator Joni Ernst was choking on food during a luncheon when fellow Republican Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky performed the Heimlich maneuver on her. The incident occurred yesterday during a closed-door Republican lunch in the Capitol. Shortly after, Ernst posted on social media to thank Paul, who formerly worked as an eye doctor. Ernst joked that she was choking on, quote, woke policies. She was seen walking in the Capitol after the incident. The state's largest teachers union is teaming up with a major publishing company to challenge a law banning books that have sexual content from Iowa schools. IPR's Grant Gerlach reports it is the second lawsuit filed against the law this week. The Iowa State Education Association and Penguin Random House filed the lawsuit in federal court seeking to block the State Department of Education and other groups from enforcing the law. Under SF-496, schools must remove books that show or describe sexual acts. Penguin Random House Associate General Counsel Dan Novak says that breaks from longstanding obscenity law, which has always taken the content of books in context. That's not what the law allows. Um, and in fact, it, it compels the opposite. Don't look deeper than, the, than a single
1: sentence if that's what is uh, causing concern.
0: This new legal challenge follows another lawsuit filed this week by the ACLU of Iowa and others who claim the law violates the free speech and equal protection rights of LGBTQ students. Republican presidential candidate and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis debated California's Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom last night on cable TV. DeSantis is trying to lift his campaign ahead of Iowa's January 15th caucuses as he lags behind frontrunner Donald Trump in the polls. DeSantis tells Iowa reporters next he wants to debate
1: Trump. We're going to have a a debate in Iowa, I hope, I've been calling for it, I think we will, uh, in Iowa prior to caucus, so in the first two weeks of January. And if he doesn't show up to that, I think there's going to be a lot of caucus goers who are going to say, well, wait a minute, Uh, how are we going to go with him when he's not even willing to come here and make the case to us?
0: Both DeSantis and Trump will be in Iowa tomorrow. The Florida governor will be holding his final stop on his 99-county tour with an event in Newton alongside Governor Kim Reynolds. The former president will address crowds in Ankeny and Cedar Rapids. Black farmers are planning to gather in Des Moines later this month for the state's first Iowa Black Farmers Conference. USDA data from 2017 shows black farmers make up less than 1% of farmers in Iowa. Todd Western, the third, is a co-founder of the Iowa Black Farmers Conference. His family has owned a farm in Iowa for over 150 years. Western says growing up, he only knew of one other black farmer in the state. He says the number one purpose of the conference is community building. This is significant because it's bringing together farmers of color who are scattered across the state to foster a sense of belonging and community. It's also supposed to be information sharing. This platform provides access to crucial information from agricultural industry officials that might not typically come to smaller or more remote farming communities. And lastly, celebrating our contributions. The conference is scheduled for December 16th. Western made his comments yesterday on IPR's Talk of Iowa. And new rules proposed by the EPA would require most cities in the country to replace lead pipes within 10 years. Iowa cities have already been working to identify lead pipes in order to comply with a federal deadline of next October. Corey McCoy of the Iowa DNR says the new proposal will make water safer due to increased testing requirements, but there are some issues. Iowa's bipartisan infrastructure funding is providing $162 million in grants through 2026 to address the issues of safe drinking water. This is Here First from IPR
1: News. I'm Clay Masters. Vehicle donations are a powerful way to fuel the programming you love on IPR. If you've got a clunker or a classic that you've been considering parting ways with, visit IPR.org vehicle to learn more. Over
0: 100 billion pounds of food goes to waste every year in America, in kitchens, at grocery stores, and on farms. Now, a federally funded program is connecting local farmers and food pantries in an effort to cut down on food waste. The U.S. Department of Agriculture's Farm to Food Bank is now in 28 states, including here in Iowa. But as Harvest Public Media contributor Peter Medlin reports, funding for the program depends on Congress and what gets included in the next farm bill.
1: I'm walking through the production hall at the Northern Illinois Food Bank about an hour west of Chicago. In front of me, volunteers are packing up meals.
0: Right now, we're working really hard on our holiday meal box program.
1: Jacob Lamplau is the food bank's interim director of food procurement. Over the past few years, the Northern Illinois Food Bank has been able to provide a lot more local produce to residents. 400,000 pounds of food that otherwise would have nowhere to go.
0: Peaches are the big one. We've had apples and then we've even had things like squash, a bunch of different
1: peppers. It's food farmers can't sell to supermarkets because it has a blemish, is a weird shape, or just not the right size. It's good food, it tastes the same, but it often rots away on farms because there's no market for them. Nationwide, the Farm to Food Bank program has moved millions of pounds of surplus food. It was authorized through the 2018 Farm Bill, and last year the USDA handed out more than $3 million to state agencies for Farm to Food Bank projects. Most states in the Midwest are taking part, including Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Missouri and Michigan. Stacy Dean, deputy undersecretary for the USDA's Food and Nutrition Services, says they also hope to spark interest for states that aren't participating yet, such as Kansas, Nebraska and Oklahoma. can't speak to the wise, but these are the breadbaskets of our country. And if they're leaving food, available food, unharvested that we could be using to feed vulnerable families, then let's work together to figure out a path forward. The Farm to Food Bank program is funded through the Farm Bill, which comes up for reauthorization every five years. Dean says this fall, funding briefly expired before the Farm Bill was extended for another year. Well, I think Farm to Food Bank was particularly vulnerable. And funding in the next Farm Bill isn't guaranteed. In Illinois, officials wanted stability for the program. So earlier this year, Governor J.B. Pritzker signed a law establishing state funding that makes Illinois pretty unique among Farm to Food Bank states. Rigella Scavuzzo is with the Illinois Farm Bureau. And she says the state funding means the program will continue no matter what happens with the Farm Bill. And she says that allows farmers to feel more stable and diversify their products.
0: Maybe we were afraid to grow broccoli because we didn't know the market was there, or what happens if we can't move all of that, or it's just not as pretty. Now we've created the secondary market to recover some of those potential losses.
1: While farmers aren't paid full price for the food, they're able to cover their costs, including labor and transportation, and they don't have to see their food go to waste.
0: We had a farm last week that was going to get hit by the frost with apples. We moved almost 10,000 pounds of apples off of their trees, and it covered their labor. But that product would have just had nowhere to go if it hadn't been for this project.
1: Rendleman Orchards is one of more than a dozen farms participating in Illinois' program. Wayne Searles is the owner and manager of the orchards in far southern Illinois. And he says with the help of other local farms, they send out about a dozen semi truckloads loads of produce this year. It's a win-win situation, not just for the customers of the food bank, but also for the farmers themselves. Now he knows a vegetable or fruit with a blemish won't get dumped. For Harvest Public Media, I'm Peter Medlin. Harvest Public Media
0: is a collaboration of public media newsrooms in the Midwest and Great Plains, including IPR News, covering agriculture, food systems, and rural issues. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. You can find this podcast wherever you subscribe to them. Thanks for listening this week.